Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And a happy National Hunting and Fishing Day to you. Yes, it is. It is National Hunting and Fishing Day. And besides your outdoor celebration, which might include a little bit of teal hunting if you're a duck hunter, maybe doing some freshwater fishing, Uh, how about some red snapper? You thought it was over? No, it's not. It's back. We'll tell you more about that. Speckled trout and red fishing like I did down in Cocodri on Thursday, or maybe you're just getting your food plots and deer stands ready for the big season. Uh, There are some other celebrations going on, much more formal, structured celebrations, and I've got a list of several of them across the state. And if you'd like to take part in that and get in on the National Hunting and Fishing Day celebration, that's one way to do it. Our Vermilion Bay area fishermen are going to have a new fishing spot offshore, thanks to CCA and the Reef Club. Uh, Bayou Wild Television and myself was on board. We went out and uh, witnessed and got some video. You'll see that on some upcoming editions of Bayou Wild. How these rigs and uh, platforms and concrete and basically what you'd call waste structures being put to good use as fish habitat in the Gulf of Mexico. Also today, I want to wish good luck to the finalists in the Redfish World Series. That's going on in St. Bernard along with the Redfish Festival. The full field of 48 has now been reduced to the top 12 teams. They're looking for the four heaviest slot fish today, the five heaviest tomorrow, and the World Series champion team We'll be crowned and we'll get $50,000 tomorrow. That's all taking place down at the St. Bernard Civic Center later on today and tomorrow. Squirrel season opening up. Boy, can you believe it's here? You never know it by these hot afternoon temperatures, but it is. Next Saturday we'll be opening up one half hour before sunrise. And speaking of wild game, hope to see you later this afternoon at the Slidell Wild Game Seafood Barbecue Cook-Off. That's taking place at Fritchie Park in Slidell i got to tell you, October is just piling up outdoor events one after another, and we extend a lot of the invitations to go to them right here. We've got an outdoor calendar for you for that reason. And another Operation Game Thief hotline tip has led to yet another bad boy and girl outdoor story coming up dealing with some alligator tag shuffling going on. We'll explain that. Plus, we have a programming note I want to tell you about. We're going to have a special two-hour program on more outdoors on election day that's going to be in two weeks saturday october 12th uh at that point not don't do it today it's too early but think about what message to the new governor or the returning governor that you would like to get across about the direction our department of wildlife and fisheries here in louisiana is headed to i'd love to hear that from you Uh, we'll be doing that show from seven to nine on more outdoors in a couple of weeks Again, the Bayou Wild TV preview for this week's program, and also we got a little bit of insight to some future shows, what you'll see coming up. Spent a, a night in the swamp with Amanda Shaw, the fiddling lady from Louisiana. Boy, what a wonderful girl she is, and boy, very talented, too. We got a great uh, treat down there at Cajun Encounters in the Pearl River Swamp. That's coming up on a future Bayou Wild TV show. A little later this morning, from 7 to 8 on More Outdoors, Devin Burgess is going to join me. It's called Talking Guns. We do that show once a month, and hope you'll be around for that. And stick around 8 to 9, North Shore Fishing Report with the host Keith Lusher will immediately follow that. 
Don't forget, send us your text messages. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us who you are, where you are, what you got going on in terms of outdoors this weekend or this coming week. That text number is 870-870. comes right here to the studio. Coastal Marine Forecast from the National Weather Service for your National Hunting and Fishing Day. Looks like this. A little breezy. Southeast winds 10 to 15, 2 to 4 feet in the offshore areas. Inside those southeast 10 to 15 mile an hour winds will produce a light chop. Pretty much the same scenario predicted for tomorrow. Uh, hardly any rain, if any, at all in the forecast. Your average t- tide range is a little under a foot, about a point eight range in that Mississippi River. Holding steady at 5.2. And going to tell you about a really great teal hunt we enjoyed. In fact, if you go to my webpage, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com, and we love for you to go there because there's a lot of stuff. we got a new outdoor opinion poll about your favorite redfish bait, also our tribute to uh, Tofield Bourgeois. And the radio photo was last weekend's teal hunt I made with Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures and Sarah Giles. We had a full 18-bird limit by 9 a.m. Doesn't get any better than that. We'll talk to Ryan Lambert about that and also get your fishing report from his area and lots of other fishing reports from our field reporters, including Robbie Campo, who is up next when we come back after this three-minute pause along the outdoors with Don DeVue Radio Network. Well, there's a lot of stake in the Redfish World Series going on in St. Bernard Parish. We've got uh, the final 12 teams all looking for the four heaviest slot redfish today, five tomorrow, winner takes home $50,000. Also got a festival going on up at the St. Bernard Civic Center, but there's lots of other fishing taking place down there, and we find out about it each and every week with Robbie Campo from Campos Marina down at the beach. Robbie, what's going on this week? Well, I'll tell you, Don, we are not too bad, uh, trout fishing, uh, wasn't it's not fall fishing yet, but um, you know, and everybody's chomping at the bit for it to happen. It's just it they just right on the edge of those fringe bays. I'm telling you, it's we get that water temperature to cool down. I think it was the first cold front that comes down. Um, you know, we're going to see a big change. Things are going to turn on. Uh, we had we had quite a few trout caught this past week on the other side of the Margo Dam uh, to the rocks. Uh, places like uh, Lake Elwha over the Oyster Reefs, Christmas Camp Lake, in Drum Bay, Lawson Bay. So those fish are they just banded real, real close. So it's you know it's it's going to happen here. We're, amongst that was a bunch of old, bunch of white trout mixed up in it, um, and and I tell you they did really, really well on the eastern shoreline of Lake Bourne this uh, past week with the redfish. It was you know from uh, Jenkins Ditch, St. Malo. Any one of those little outflow uh, bayous that come out of there with tide falling under live, you know, live shrimp under a caulk, man, it was just incredible, incredible red fishing this week on our east shoreline. So if you're coming down this morning and uh, you want to go, you want to go try that out, that's a good idea. You can have southeast winds. Uh, that'll be a lee bank. And, you know, I, we don't have a whole, whole lot of tide today. We've got, I think, nine-tenths of bleed today, maybe a little bit under a foot. So if that... You know, you catch that tide starts falling around, probably going to start falling around um, mid-morning, I guess. And um, you get over there, you get on that shoreline, uh, it should be a guarantee to put some redfish in the boat. Um, if you're gonna, Like I said, if you're going to go look for some trout, uh, probably going to be a little bit bouncy out in the sound out there this morning with that southeast wind. But uh, like I said, if you get on the rocks, oh, if you get on the rocks and you want to go out there and fish the rocks, Fish were caught six feet under a cork. I know that's hard to cast. It's still a good time. You know, it wanted to warm back up this week, uh, Don. You know, with <laughs> it cooled off last week a little bit, and then it warmed back up. 
I tell you, uh, you know, water's, again, it's like bath water this morning. Uh, I was counting bait just a little bit a while ago. You know, it's it's it water warm back up. So those fish are down deeper again. You go fishing six feet under a cork, you should catch the bigger fish. Uh, that's where they've been hanging. They caught some nice fish at the Long Rocks this week, uh, you know, six feet under a cork. That's, that was the ticket. So remember that. If you're going to go out there, don't use that springtime pattern to try to fish. You're going to catch 11-and-a-half-inch fish, and then you're going to get disgusted. The bigger fish are on the bottom. So, so remember that. Try that. And so uh, we do have the uh, World Series Redfish Cup going on in St. Paul Parish this weekend. Um, it's being hosted out of uh, Hopedale Marina. So, uh, you know, keep that in mind. It's going to be, if you're going down that way, it's going to be a long line. You're going to be, you know, just just be patient, people. <laughs> Look, <laughs> we're all going to do what we can do to get you in the water and get you going fishing. We don't have that long line here, so whip a left at that bridge and come and see us, and we'll be waiting on you and get you going. We've got plenty of bait on hand. Robbie, it- go. Uh, you mentioned white trout showing up. Is there any places where they've been catching more than others? Uh, I got into a little bit of white trout fishing this week and took some home and put a few of them in the air fryer. Man, I got to tell you, fresh fried white trout, nothing wrong with them. And if people have a fish fry and they want to get a bunch of people together, there's no limit on the size or the number you can keep. It's a great fish for that. Any specific spots you, you, you tell them to go if they want white trout? Well, I tell you, uh, Christmas Camp Lake, over those oyster reefs, has been seems to be the hot spot for them. Um, it was, you know, it was just. Or matter of fact, on this side of the dam, they caught some too. Uh, you know, going up there by the dam and fishing them straight down. But it, the nicer white trout that were caught was over by over in, in the Christmas Camp Lake area, um, over inside of Comfort Island. Um, it was just. I mean, I had a boat uh, yesterday had. 65 trout and they had like 80 white trout and then, man i'll tell you the white trout was just beautiful and you know uh it was like 13 14 inch white trout so um if i was going to go try to fish white trout i would try to go more toward that christmas camp lake area you know or that drum bay fishing over those oysteries in those oyster poles that's you know there, there's plenty of birds diving there's a ton of bait out there there's tons of shrimp out there you just there they was they was fishing among the birds and um, that's how, that's how they found them and caught them. So I mean, that's what I would suggest. But you could do that all through through Half Moon when you're running out to Lake Elwha. There's plenty of white trout back there. You you know, if you're gonna go, if most people want to go run the Bay Elwha, just look for some birds or try in those oyster poles. You know, I mean, you, if you get in the center of an oyster lease, you know, you got a square lease and you get in the center of it, and you're gonna see they probably put some poles in the middle where they bed these rocks. And right on top of those rock piles is where they've been catching the white trout. So, um, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people can't distinguish what what the oyster lease is what from the other one because you know, there's so many poles out there. Uh, that is, you know, if you go to Lake Elwha, there's a million oyster poles in there. But if you get in the middle of one of those oyster reefs, uh, you, you know, you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. You know, you drop your power pole, you hear clong 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 clong, you hear dragging on them. You know, you're on rocks. You know, the uh, oyster rocks. So. Uh, crush concrete stop there and try it i mean you know uh look for some birds look for some you know there's going to be plenty of birds diving out there there's a lot of there's a lot of action going on right now i mean it's and it's a good weekend for i think it's going to be a good day for it you know i think it'll be a good weekend for it so if you you know if you're going to go try that you know catch white trout that'd be a spot that'd be the spot to do it over those oyster reefs 
Got it. Robbie, you gave him a lot of options. Thanks so much for your report each and every week. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you soon. Take care, buddy. All right, buddy. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. All right, Robbie Campo, back to dipping shrimp and launching boats at Shell Beach Marina in Campos over there. All right, we'll be right back after this. Going to tell you about red snapper season. You can go get them today in Louisiana, next week in Alabama and Louisiana. That's right. We thought the season had ended, but no, we didn't reach the quota, so they're going to give it back to you a little bit later during this summer. We'll be right back after this time out to explain all of that. Get a whole lot more fishing information for you as you head out on this National Hunting and Fishing Day while you listen to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, National Hunting and Fishing Day, September 28th. That's today. And uh, we have got several celebrations going on across the state of Louisiana, as other states do too. Everyone has their own little special celebration. But if you want to go to an organizer, these are really nice events uh, they've got some fishing involved. They've got displays of everything that the Wildlife and Fisheries Department is involved with. And uh, here's some of the locations. If you're in the Monroe area, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, Black Bayou Lake National Wildlife Refuge. Gorgeous place. That'll be from 9 to 2 p.m. today. The Wadil Wildlife Refuge on Flannery Road in Baton Rouge. Uh, that's going to be from 8 o'clock this morning till 1. Uh, they stocked uh, adult-sized channel catfish into their ponds. Uh, you're asked to bring your own rod, reel, and ice chest and to keep your catch, and remember the limits do apply. Uh, that's a great place, too, and they have quite an exhibition there. Uh, Woodworth Shooting Range on uh, Robinson Road in Woodworth. That's from 8 a.m. to 1.30. They're stocking their site with also with catfish, and, again, they're asking you to bring your own rod, reel, and ice chest. Bodcaw WMA Shooting Range, there's a celebration going on there from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Those are official uh, wildlife and Fisheries and U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service manned celebration spots. All right, and uh, Red Snapper. We'll talk a little bit about the Red Snapper. You know, I've always said the Red Snapper is the most highly managed, scrutinized species on the planet. And fortunately, a program uh, that Louisiana developed called La Creel, and other states have adopted that, allows uh, a more accurate accounting for the number of snapper out there. And everybody knew that there was more snapper out there than what the limits were allowing you to catch. And uh, by the new system now, we've gone to three-day weekends, being able to get a lot more time on the water and catch a lot more snapper. And still within, remain within the safe conservation rules of red snapper. Well, Alabama, I've been telling you now for a couple of weeks, next week they are going to reopen their red snapper season. It will be Friday through Sunday, midnight on Sunday, that's the 4th, 5th, and the 6th, three-day weekend. Uh, that is uh, uh, in response to the same thing that Louisiana found. When they get the actual numbers in, it's always got a little bit of a lag time to get the information. When they find that they have not reached a quota, then they'll carry those fish over. And Louisiana was especially interested in getting our fish caught and used this season because if it's carried over to next year's quota, it's spread among all the Gulf states. So with that in mind, Louisiana actually reopened there. They probably didn't hear about it because there wasn't a lot of time to get the information out. It was made at a pretty quick notice. But the September 27th, which is yesterday, through midnight Sunday, you'll be able to catch Red Snapper. And then another weekend, October the 4th through the 6th. That will be October, Friday 4th, 5th, and 6th, three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, again, you, the limit is still the same. It's two fish per person, minimum of 16 inches. Now, if the quota, and they estimated that we had about 51,000 pounds that was still available, that was had not been caught under this year's quota, when they determine that that amount of fish has been caught, then they'll close it down. 
if, in fact, not enough boats get out today or next week because of weather situation, uh, they can extend it again going later into the fall. But it looks like we're going to have at least two more three-day weekends, and that is good news if you're a red snapper fisherman. All right, uh, Bayou Isle TV, I want to remind you of uh, this week's show. And, by the way, I see on our text board Justin uh, from the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge in New Orleans. He watched it this morning. And that means, that tells me he's probably got the message, which a lot of people did not. Uh, Channel 54 WUPL, which carries Bayou Wild Television in New Orleans, it's a regular broadcast channel, uh, that has moved to Saturday. So one hour before we come on the radio, you can watch that on TV or set your DVR. This week's show, we uh, went fishing with a Cajun maid. We went fishing with uh, Captain Chris Moran, caught some exotic species out there in the Gulf. Uh, Geotaku, uh, we have a... A lady by the name of Leslie Charleville uh, did that for us, and it's a great form of uh, oh, ancient Japanese form of preserving uh, a fish without doing the taxidermy. It's actually a poor man's taxidermy, but it looks beautiful. We did a couple of those, and then Martha Spencer got in the kitchen and uh, did some Asian halibut. What a combination that is, an Alaskan fish with a little bit of Asian taste to it. That will be on tonight at 7 p.m. on Cox Sports TV and if you don't know where it airs in your area, you can always watch it on uh, YouTube, BayouWildTV.com slash YouTube. Or check it out. Go to our website, BayouWildTV.com, and the listing of all the channels uh, in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, and all across Louisiana and 16 other states. You'll be able to find out where it comes on near you. And, again, YouTube, always the answer. If you can't find it anywhere else, you can watch it on YouTube. Anytime you like. All right, got some more text messages in. Uh, we got a good morning from our friend, the Mad Trucker. He's on the highways. Be careful, Mad Trucker. And someone says, this is one of our Alabama listeners, bought a steel shed. Had great success until I hung it on the bottom. <laughs> the gold works best. That's a new bait that uh, a lot of people are, are using. I'm thinking it's more of a redfish, but a trout bait, too. Uh, tell us what's your favorite redfish bait. Go to my website and cast your vote on our outdoor opinion poll. That is at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. We've got several choices there for you. Right now it looks like the spoon and the top water are leading the pack at 50% uh, like the spoon, 50% like hard, water, hard plastic top waters. What is your choice? Cast your vote. We'll be right back after this timeout. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, on this National Hunting and Fishing Day, what are you doing? Give us a call. Uh, actually, give us a text, 870 That's the best way to do it. Tell us who you are, where you are, what you got going on, how you are celebrating National Hunting and Fishing Day. As I mentioned, the boy, our calendar for October is always busy, and that's because October is some of the prettiest weather you're going to find generally in Louisiana. I've seen some nasty weather in October, too, but let's hope it's going to be nice and uh, fall-like. The Louisiana Wildfowl Festival is one of the events coming up. That's going to be next weekend, October 5th and 6th, Castine Center in Pelican Park. And if you've never been to this, uh, they have about well, somewhere in the neighborhood of 2,000 hand-carved and collected decoys and other wildlife. And it's done by world champion carvers. There's actually a competition there. They're competing for $45,000 in prize money. And there is a live auction on Sunday, so you can purchase it. And you can also learn the art form of decoy carving. There's actual demonstrations that go on. I know a lot of people who went and got hooked on it and have become lifetime carvers. That's going to be going on for two days. Casting Center, beautiful place close to Fountain Blue State Park in Mandeville. And then we have same weekend. Now, Saturday, this is a one-day tournament, and it's the We Heart Veterans Fishing Rodeo. This is a presentation of the We Heart Veterans and the CCA Louisiana. It's going to be at the 
Art and Vicky's The Dock. That's right there on the where the Lake Pontchartrain uh, meets Eden Isles in that area right there. Uh, early registration is $75 for angler, $35 for those under 15. There's a big party with live entertainment, food and beverages that goes on after that. So it starts at Surf Flight next Saturday. The weigh-in will be to, between 1 and 3, and they'll pass out the awards at 4 o'clock. This is to benefit our aging wartime veterans, and a lot of those folks really could use your help, and you can have some fun fishing in the rodeo too. All right, we'll be back to tell you about the Wild Night at the Louisiana Wildlife and and Fisheries Foundation right after we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we just got a text from Ryan from Walker, Louisiana. He's going fishing for those white perch. Some of you call them sakale, some call them crappie. Uh, everybody calls them great fish to eat. Good luck to you, Ryan. Hope you get some. All right, the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Foundation. Now, this is a different organization from the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Department, which is a state agency. This is a nonprofit organization that raises funds to help and enhance and encourage uh, enjoyment, use, conservation of our wildlife and fisheries resources in the state. And each year they have a wild night. This year it's going to be on October 10th, and that's going to be at the Live Oak Arabians Horse Farm. Beautiful place. And a lot of you who go to the CCA Star Banquet, which is coming up a week after this, same location. You know it, Live Oak Arabians, it's on Jefferson Highway in Baton Rouge. They've got restaurants and caterers that bring their signature dishes out there. The food is great. There's a live auction, a lot of fun, people talking outdoors. I was there last year, and I'm going to be there this year, so hopefully you'll get a ticket and come on out there. Tickets are $100 per person. If you'd like to get a reserve table, you can do that. If you want more information, you need to get a hold of Missy Fox. Missy, yeah, how about that? Missy Fox with the Federation Foundation. It kind of goes hand in hand. It's an easy name to remember. mfox at lawff.org. Or look it up, just Google Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Foundation. Now, not the department, and you can get the phone number, which is 225-765-5100. Hope to see you there. Then we have a rodeo that has been growing in population over the last few years. It's the Grand Isle Ladies Fishing Rodeo. Sorry, guys, you can't fish. It's a great party for a great cause. Uh, You get tickets at Bridgeside Marina or the Grand Isle Visitor Center, or you can go on their page and Get tickets there. This one is going to be in two weeks, October 11th and 12th. This organization raised $28,000 last year. That's Columbus Day weekend, 11th and 12th. It's a $20 entry fee. Get you a hat, visor, rodeo ticket, door prizes, dinner, dance on Saturday night. It's uh, it's quite a bargain for 20 bucks. And it goes to the American uh, Cancer Society, Patrick Taylor Hope Lodge in New Orleans, and Mary Bird Perkins it's Cancer Center at TGMC. That's the Thibodeau Regional Cancer Center. So it's a, it's a charity event, great event. Get your ladies' team together and get signed up for it. You see a lot of pink uh, uniforms. It's a very uh, jovial time out there. Next week we're going to talk to Melissa Terrebonne. She's with the rodeo and get you some more details on it. But you might want to put that on your calendar. Uh, Bridgeside Marina, the site of the Grand Isle Ladies Fishing Rodeo. All right, don't forget our Cajun Invasion. If you want to come to South Dakota, November 11th to 15th or 15th through 19th, check it out, see if there's some spots available. Go to my website and just look right in the center of the homepage. 
You're going to see a picture of a couple of guys standing there with a pheasant. It's at Bad River Bucks and Birds. That's located in Draper, South Dakota. And we're headed up there in November, so we'd like you to come by with us. Check it out. All right, coming back after this, it's time to get a fishing report. Jeff Rule's up early with us, and he's going to tell us where the fish are as far as the freshwater scene goes. I know we cover the Atchafalaya Basin, the Delacro area, downriver in Venice. It's coming on there, and Jeff always has a great tip of the week for you. We're back with Jeff Rule's report after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And the Bass Fishing and Freshwater Report with Jeff Brule is a presentation of Berkeley, a division of pure fishing. You know them for the Berkeley line of their gulp baits for the crappie, the bass, inshore and offshore saltwater, lines of all kinds for fishing, whether you use mono, braid, fluorocarbon, plus thousands of fishing accessories, everything from the handy-dandy catfish flipper to hand scales to fillet knives. If it's for fishing... You can bet Berkeley has it. They are a division of pure fishing. And Jeff joins us now. Jeff, good morning. Uh, well, we've got the first day of fall under our belt. Does that make any difference for the freshwater fishing? We have no Jeff. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm thinking Jeff is standing there. Well, we'll try to get a hold of Jeff and see if we can get it. I'll tell you what he did tell me during the midweek, though. He said there's going to be a slight rise in the river stages next week. But won't have an impact on, on bass fishing overall there. The reports from that area have been good. There's a lot of two- to three-pound fish being caught. They're using Texas rigs and spinnerbaits around the cypress trees and the points with the currents. Uh, Sockelet, panfish action's good. Deeper grass beds if you're going to fish for the Sockelet. Wood cover for those goggle eyes. I tell you, it is all on in the basin right now. I bet there's going to be a ton of boats out there today on this National Hunting and Fishing Day. Uh, Delacro to DeZalman's area. Uh, Jeff has been there. He said the, the bass were nice, some solid two- to three-pounders. Uh, he and Todd Masson, uh, they were fishing down there, and uh, last weekend they caught uh, one- to two-pound bass. The action's great around Oak River. And, um, you know, he said if you want to fish on both sides, the east winds, high water, hit the points, and neck down areas with a spinnerbait or a Texas rig. Now, in Venice, and I got a similar report when I was down there hunting teal last weekend, uh, Gary Krause made a nice trip down there flipping the canes for bass in the southeast pass area around Loomis Pass. Uh, the river's on the rise, but only a half a foot so over the next week. So with the low tides in the morning, uh, fishermen should be able to pick a day with a good tide range and hunt and peck the canes uh, near the big ponds and off the main passes seems to be what's best right now. And the Berkeley Pit Boss, California color, is the top bait. I think we've located Jeff, and Jeff, you're just in time to give us a tip for this week. How you doing? I'm doing fine, Don. Everything's good. I'm telling every angler. With this hot weather, just need to slow down. It's uh problem is these guys go out all week ready to go fishing. They get excited to get out there on the water, and they work their baits too fast. It's with all this heat we've been having, it'd be a better presentation is just a slow, low presentation. So you're out there fishing, let it soak on the bottom or slow roll your spinnerbait even more. And if you think you're fishing too slow, slow down some more because that's the key to getting bites this hot weather because the uh, last few trips I've had you kind of lean over and talk to somebody and your bait sitting on the body and turn around and pick your bait back up and the fish is on the line so slow down that's some good advice as far as uh, any tournaments coming up what's what's on the on the radar let's see we got um lunkers and liars I think that's uh September 29th it's on the East Yeah, that Pearl. one's tomorrow. That's East Pearl, right? Yep. And um, 
Then we got a new one coming up. I'm going to get more details about. That's the Carnarvon Protein or Carnarvon Bass Trail, and it's uh, going to be out of that Delacroix Corporation launch, and it's uh, going to start in February. But I'm going to have to get some more details on it. I just heard about it, so it's good to see that some tournaments are coming back down in that area again. But uh, other than that, that's all I've got. Um, you know, starting to get hunting season. These guys, the tournaments slow down just a little bit, but there's usually a local one here or there if you ask around you can find something to go fish all right sounds good jeff we thank you for the report as always we appreciate it and uh, we'll catch you next time all right thanks don all right there he goes jeff brule coming back after this uh we're going to check on grand isle get a report from captain daryl carpenter i see we got another text message coming in this time from my neighbors to the west greetings from texas where um, gun season opens for muzzleloader gun season opens for deer, headed out in 78 degrees to try out my new Ozonics. Long-time listener, catch you every Saturday on the way to the stand. Favorite redfish bait, loves a large rattle trap in golden black. That's from our listener, JP, in Livingston, Texas. We appreciate you listening. Hope you get one with that smoke pole. We'll be right back after this and talk to Captain Darrell Carpenter about Grand Isle. And let's find out what's happening down around the island, the one we call Grand Isle. Captain Darrell Carpenter of RealScreamers.com joins us. Good morning, Darrell. Are you taking some folks out to celebrate National Hunting and Fishing Day? I don't think it's going to happen today, Don. They are looking at this forecast and all. They're all, they're all kind of thinking about it. Uh, and when I say looking at this forecast, we just got a lot of wind blowing this morning. In fact, I woke up this morning, all the all the foot rugs and all outside have been rolled over and thrown around the deck. So I'm just kind of gusting down here. Um, but we'll see. We'll see whether we're going to go hide in that marsh and chase redfish or whether we'll put it off for a couple of days till this wind lays down some. Um, I can tell you that uh, all week long, it's been one of those, it, you can tell we're, even though we're about to finish September, you can tell we're in that September transition pattern because it's been one of those up and down weeks, up and down. Uh, week started off kind of tough. Uh, middle of the week, the catches, I mean, just every day, the catches just picked up a little bit and picked up a little bit to where Thursday it was. It was just on fire. And then uh, and then you go back to the same spots, fishing the same conditions, the same patterns Friday, and the fish are gone. It's like, where'd they go? Um, <laughs> you know, we, 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 we make a, you know, you burn a little gas, and you end up 20 miles north of where you were, and there's the fish. They, you know, that school of fish is migrating north into the marsh. So you can tell the transition's going on. Those fish have made their, you know, they're full-blown in the transition. We've been talking in a couple of weeks now. But they're moving. I mean, the school of fish that you've got here in Grand Isle one day, you got to move 20 miles north to find it the next day. When they decide to make that move, they're there. Um, good news is they're, they're biting a lot on plastic. Uh, just like all year long, the fish have been, even though we're moving up into the marsh, the fish have been bigger than what's expected. Uh, yesterday, yesterday, we didn't have a whole lot of fish, but all of our fish averaged 14 to 16 inches, you know, nothing, not a whole lot of measures. Um, and they've been hungry. Um, if the wind will lay down, the other good news is, of course, I'm sure you've announced it already, is, is the state reopened the, the red snapper season for a couple of, for a couple of weekends. And, and the red snapper are thick. Um, still got plenty of cobia out there. The, the friend, buddies of mine that came down to go out and enjoy this snapper season reported that that one to twos that they forecasted yesterday was truly fives. And, uh, and uh, the cobia still were popping up everywhere. They were just having trouble standing up trying to get them. 
Well, you know, Daryl, that uh, snapper season opening up, that, given the wind, and, and for some reason a lot of people were, were predicting that this was going to blow up, although the weather really didn't say it, but offshore it's, it's breezy out there. So probably very few snapper will be caught this weekend, so there's a good chance it might run to that uh, October 11th and 12th, go the week after next to make up that it, quota. It very well may. I, I know that – I know that – well, if I understand it right, he did it in, on, uh, on an emergency, which means he named the weekends it would be open, so he would have to do another emergency, if I understand it correctly, and open it another weekend. And, and if so, I, I hope they consider and do that with, you know, quickly, with some notice, so people could make some plans. But, um, but you know, I mean, the snapper, the snapper out there, twelve months out of the year, there's no trouble finding them. But if they do it right now, you still got some amberjack, you got cobia. And that type of stuff. Oh, and and the the shrimp boat season has has started. I mean, it's in full swing. Uh, a lot of good tuna being caught behind the shrimp boat. So, uh, but other than that, Don, like I said, we're in transition now, what, on the trout. What about these triple tail that are showing up over there in Venice? I mean, there's always a few each year, but boy, it seems like they had a, a number four. Looks like it's going to be a number four all-time record. Was caught at 35 pounds the other day. There's some. Monstrous! Well, yeah. had a, someone caught an eighteen not too long ago. They they showing up out there what pretty I, regular what, now. What I told you, what I told you last week, uh, last week uh, they were all back here in Bear Bay. Uh, they had opened, you know, yeah. whether whether Golden Meadow had opened the gates or whatever. But we had a bunch of those river lilies, you know, all all, all through the bay, and every pot of lilies had triple tail on it. Um, you know, we were we were catching them last week. I didn't catch any big monsters like that. But with the south wind that's blowing, I'll give you a little, little analogy, Don, yesterday, and why I think it's here is because yesterday when I got back, this water was so clean, like we call that Florida water. You could see three foot down in it. I grabbed my little hydrometer and pulled a test on this water, and we were running right at 30 parts per thousand on the salt. 35 parts per thousand is pure seawater. So with all the south wind and, every, and the way the currents are shaped up and all offshore right now, We've got pure seawater on us here in Grand Isle. And I'm sure it's probably that same way. I, I fished four bayou the other day. You, almost all the way to four bayou, you've got that perfectly clean water. Um, so all of that's got to be real high salinity. Aside from the fact that this is the time that triple tail peak, we're also it, it's peaking at the same time that we get this influx of very, very salty water. And they're just following that tide on in. They're following that salty water on in. It's the only explanation I can give you. Well, you know, we set that season at five per day per person and an 18-inch, uh, you know, minimum length size. But I don't know. There really wasn't any science used to do that. They just arbitrarily did it in, in, in hoping to err in the favor of caution. But maybe they need to rethink that. But, you know, five triple tails a lot. That, that's generous. Don, it, I'd be Don, happy you with know, five they, of them. <laughs> right. You know, they, they did that. And when they did it, we protested it. I, I specifically was there to protest it. And at the time, we were promised some type of stock assessment or science with a follow-up in two years, and it's been, what, five years, and it hasn't happened yet. Well, I'm disappointed to see that the speckled trout options for many changes that might be required for speckled trout is not going to be included on next weekend's wildlife and fisheries agenda for the meeting. Uh, you know, and it seemed like they've had enough time to rework that thing. They've had those numbers for quite a while. So hopefully we'll see it in November and we can get it going. Well, they have, but you know what's happening in October, right? 
<laughs> oh, you think that thing that the polls called an election, that might have something to do with it. Yes, sir. Yeah, you don't think they're going to put those good, numbers yes, out ahead yes. of an election. Now, <laughs> we're going to go, my friend. Always great talking with you. Thanks for your reports. We appreciate it. Somebody wants to get a hold of you, tell them the best way to do it. Hey, 225-937-6288, or just, I know we're short on time, just hit the Google thing. I'll pop up everywhere. And hope you all get out there and get on them today. Might have to stay inside, but good luck to you all on this National Unofficial Day. Thanks, Darrell. You have a good day, Don. Woo, the wind's blowing and grand out. I hear the wind. All right, when we come back after this, another full hour of what you and I love to talk about each and every Saturday morning. We talk outdoors on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.